Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which I today have a fellow B2B marketer, Narosha, Narosha Methananda who is, as said, a B2B marketing professional with a strong background in startups and uh, some larger companies, both within the US and, and in Australia. So I'll, I'll give the floor to Narosha to introduce yourself. So please introduce yourself. Narosha. Thanks. Thanks, Elias. Thanks for having me. Um, hi, I'm Narosha. I'm, uh, uh, as, as Elias mentioned, I've been a B2B marketing professional for the last uh, 15 or so years. Um, have predominantly worked in the past seven years in the US and, uh, you know, have worked with B2B MarTech and ad tech vendors. So a couple that, you know, you may or may not know. One one was Influi2 most recently and uh, Bombora. So a person-based advertising solution is Influi2 and Bombora is an intent data solution. Uh, before that, as you mentioned, Elias, I was in Australia uh, with PricewaterhouseCoopers, um, and they were starting out their digital consulting business. And so I joined them when they were quite quite small um, in, in terms of being able to build out a publication and a, a voice to market for them, and then moved more into uh, their, leading their marketing, so building out their go-to-market strategy, um, and that was later adopted across, uh, across the world for PwC, uh, and then moved into also consulting and uh, in customer and innovation uh, from that perspective. And I've sort of dabbled and, and jumped around. Um, I've had what I, what I like to call an intentionally serendipitous journey um, to sort of get to where I am as, as, a, as a proud marketing generalist, which is I know what, what our topic of conversation is for today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, being that B2B generalist um, as, as, as you are now, was, was, was that something you always dreamt of when you were leaving university? and started your working career, it's like, hey, that's when I'm going to be a B2B <laughs> marketing generalist. Well, or, or did you dream of something else? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know if I, I've ever actually dreamt of, I've had, you know, through my <laughs> life, <laughs> you know, when I was young, because I, I, I love horses. So I wanted to be a jockey, but, you know, it was very clear from my, you know, height and weight that wasn't going to, going to happen. You know, then I wanted to be a singer. Then I, you know, wanted to to be a lawyer. I wanted to do uh, a forensic psychology, and that's that's sort of what took me in. So my my background and my degrees from university, uh, I did a bachelor of arts in psycho, like with uh, majors in psychology and sociology, and then I did a graduate diploma in uh, public relations. So I haven't had that typical journey into marketing. And and to answer your question, no, I I didn't. That's why I say it, it was intentionally sort of serendipitous. Mm-hmm. I've just um, I've had the the ro- these roles along my career that have kind of led me um, into this role of being a generalist. And and I think why that is is because I really I've really enjoyed going sort of deep into different facets of marketing. So from events to digital marketing, uh, to content and communications, to PR, 
um, demand generation. So across the board, I've, you know, that's something I've always enjoyed. And with each of my roles, I, I have always uh, looked at learning something. And I think what, what just sort of happened over time was, and what I realized is I understand different areas of marketing to be able to put them together. And also I, I like continually learning and joining the dots across marketing from, from that perspective. So you know, if you ask me now, I, I'm I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up, but you know, <laughs> this is the journey I'm on. <laughs> yeah, I always try to be that kid, right? So it, yeah. that's that's what what the what the the big coaches always advise you. So uh, that's what I'm trying as well. So um, uh, for for the time being, you're play you're playing to be a generalist, and uh, um, and um, that that that's kind of I would almost say atypical in this world because. Um, right. it's it's a time of of well ever expanding specialisms right so <laughs> we all have like like a zillion martech tools uh, or everything is data driven then right. there is uh, branding and creativity on the other spectrum of the of the marketing field so um yeah. so so um how how do you cope with that how do you so what what's the what's your focus what does a typical day look like that yeah, I mean, I think my focus, what the, what the core of my core of my uh, skills are, is around content. Um, for me, marketing always starts with content. It's something I've always um, been strong at, and that's something that um, I think you know every marketer, in my opinion, needs to be strong at. In terms of a typical day, uh, from a generalist perspective, you know, it, it's an, I don't actually have a typical day. I think what you know what. A generalist can be a, sort of a brushed aside kind of um, skill within within marketing. As you said, everything's getting quite specialized. But what the a generalist can bring to an organization is that ability to sort of oversee and look at the entire marketing mix and be able to really leverage and create create um, efficiencies and synergy across your campaigns and across your team as well. And so that's essentially, you know, that's one part of what, what that looks like for me and has been in my roles in terms of building up teams, building up functions, um, ensuring, you know, everything is sort of running cohesively and smoothly. The other part of, um, you know, a generalist role is, being able to sort of dip in and dip out of different of different functions. So, you know, an example I'll give you from when I was at um, Bombora, you know, we had a product uh, a product marketer, and um, you know, she went on maternity leave. And while I was trying to back backfill the role, that that was a role that I stopgapped. You know, in in terms of for the business. So, I'm in in essence, a generalist can really be that chameleon. To be able to you know, fill different gaps within your marketing within your marketing function, to be able to help you sort of keep running, and that that's how I see that role and and really that job. So it can be anything from you know doing product marketing, doing strategy, uh, you know, setting mm -hmm. up email nurture campaigns, uh, looking at what what the banners and creative can be, writing articles, talking to analysts, so on and so forth. It can be very varied. And that's that's why I actually enjoy it. I really love that variety in, in my roles. I love being able to sort of do something different. Um, at times it can be stressful, but generally I thrive on, on that sort of environment. 
I love it. I love it because it sounds like you're a very all-round B2B marketer, um, getting yeah. all kinds of chances to to try new stuff and coordinate the whole marketing efforts of a company. And that's why I think um, each com- every company basically needs uh, a generalist marketers in, in their team, right? Yeah. So yeah. To, I think more, more or less to coordinate. Um, but on the other hand, you know, I think it's one of the um, CMO, one of the former CMOs at Adobe. I, I remember her mm-hmm. telling um, someone in some quote that uh, every CMO needs to be a CTO as well, needs to know right. about technology. So, so where does your knowledge star, stop and when do you bring in the specialist? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think where, where, um, what I excel at and what, what I've been, what I've focused on, what I enjoy in my career is being able to look, set up the foundations of what different, uh, functions are and then be able to bring in a specialist when they're either to co-create or when, when things are sort of, um, set the, the foundations are set and running for them to take and, uh, and build out those programs from that perspective. Um, and I agree with you, those, uh, like I think for someone who is leading a marketing team, especially when it's a very diverse function um, and even when it's a, a smaller function, being able to understand the different facets of a team and like what the different functions are really helps to empathize and lead as well. Because then you have like a, you know, for me, I have an understanding of each of each different role and what the, what the requirements are and can help my specialists be able to do what they need to do from from that perspective. You know, I think where where my expertise, uh, you know, sort of stops is in terms of um, some 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 very nitty gritty in terms of execution. So, say for example, with marketing marketing operations, mm-hmm. you know, I can definitely I can you know because HubSpot is very, for example, intuitive. I can go into HubSpot and set it up, but I will I will say I'm, I am not an expert in going and setting up and coding uh, different things in Salesforce, for example, mm-hmm. from that perspective. But then looking at raw data and being able to pull out the reports, look at the trends and things like that, I am. So I think you know it's really looking at looking at uh, at those different systems and understanding what you need to do from a functional perspective to be able to help support the specialists that you bring in uh, from from that perspective. And you know, as you mentioned, with from a CMO perspective, you know, the CMO, in my opinion, needs to be. It's not only a CTO. I, I believe also has to understand what the CRO. Um, or the CEO interchangeably kind of needs, and that's that's something that I'm I'm looking at for myself at the moment in terms of really building out my knowledge around the CRO role and also around the you know the CCO, so the chief chief uh, customer officer mm-hmm. from that perspective. Because I think you know to really do your marketing well, you need to be able to understand like, well, what are the needs of sales, customer success, uh, biz, you know, business development, and then also what are the needs of your customers and be able to bring bring those and those priorities back into your marketing mix and strategy. Seems like a great approach because what you're what you're saying here is well, in, also hints to to marketing and sales alignment. You know, marketing 
um well, to, to in, well it's still true that within a lot of companies there is a wall between sales and marketing and marketing oh. throws leads over that wall and yep. sales uh shouts some stuff back when those leads are not uh, <laughs> as they wish uh, according right. to their demands or whatsoever you know and yeah. they typically are not friendly in that when they when they shout that but um i'm always amazed by um the people that start those discussions about marketing and uh, sales alignment because when you when you see those discussions pop up in uh on linkedin for example it's always mm. marketers that that start those discussions i've never seen salespeople start those discussions about marketing and sales alignment so right with your let's say a move to to knowing what a cro does maybe what a cso mm. does i think that's that's a pretty bold move and and that could be really helpful for every big company to maybe rotate people within company, have them work together, but also fulfill those roles to really mm -hmm. experience what 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 the demands are, how how the what what kind of forces are going around for a CRO versus a CMO. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. So so let's let's say uh, because I'm I'm pretty convinced that that companies need those generalists. Uh, mm -hmm. those generalist marketers um, yeah. in this ever, let's say, uh, getting well, well, more complicated marketing field. Um, you, right. need, you need those people to coordinate, to have all-round knowledge about to make make or do make or buy decisions, to to decide on what, when to bring in specialists and when not to bring in specialists, etc. Uh, but let's mm -hmm. say you're you're a, a CMO um, or a CRO. The big company and looking to 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 hire uh, generalists. What what would an ideal profile look like? What kind of education do do generalists have? What kind of experience do they have? Uh, what kind of backgrounds do they have? Right. Yeah. So I think um, a lot of generalists are sort of born from. I mean, for me, my journey was uh, started in in events, moved into. Uh, supporting a, a a big marketing team and then learning learning across the board uh, and then moving into like a coordinator type role in a smaller team because what what happens is with those with those roles where you you do sort of sit across the team you learn different you know you learn different parts of the uh, of skills and you also learn different functions um, and I think, you know, if you look at start, like from a startup perspective, generally, if the team has been small, um, you you get your hands on a lot of different things that you wouldn't necessarily get in a larger team where it is more broken up into specialists. So I would, you know, I would be looking for that type of experience. I would also be looking at um, uh, marketers who have gone out and they're either doing their own thing. So, you know, they, they because they want to learn. So if they, they're doing, you know, content on the side or if they're doing the demand gen on the side or something like that, or doing their own, they're, they're doing their own learning and self-study, you know, that's something else I'd look for. From a, you know, an academic perspective, um, I think that can really vary because I, you know, I think marketing is one of those um, one of those professions where you can you can come from you know different angles. So I come from the perspective of, of a psychology sociology perspective. Um, I've met people who have come from engineering backgrounds. I've met people who have come from a business background. 
Um, you know, there are so many very variants in terms of it from academia. But I think it's really looking at, okay, well, what it, what's that hands-on experience and skill that, that they've had um, to be able to, you know, to lead into that role? Mm-hmm. You know, one one of the things I really look for, as I mentioned, is is content. Um, for me, I into I really am very stringent about hiring into my teams for content, whether it's a generalist or a specialist. Like you need to know how to be able to to write um, and output content. Um, and you know, I, I probably relax that more around uh, operations type roles, but I still think that you know you need to be able to visualize data to be able to look at the insights. Uh, I think the other thing, you know, depending on on what the business needs are, you can look at people who skew more towards um, the science, so the data, uh, the demand and so on and so forth, or towards the art, um, you know, from a brand creative perspective. I have heard that sort of separation. For me, you know, I think, a generalist really needs to be across both of those worlds. You don't need, you know, it's not doesn't mean they're going to do everything brilliantly, but at least have a base understanding of okay, what is it that I need to do from a demand perspective? How does uh, how to do email uh, campaigns work? How does uh, uh, how do, what's your approach to ABM? Um, you know, what do you need to do from a branding perspective? How do you storytell? It's those types of qualities that I look for. Um, in in and I would look for if if hiring a generalist. Mm-hmm. Cool. So um, we've almost come to the end of the of the interview, um, and I have a specific question for you, which we have not sure. prepared. So um, okay. I, I hope you <laughs> have an right. answer here. But uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, well, it's not not that hard of a question. But um, <laughs> I know that a lot of marketers and generalist marketers um, yes. read a lot of books on marketing, right? So. Um, about the new stuff that's going on. And specifically, if you talk about content, would there be some tip that you have for listeners on maybe a book or some publishing that that you have read recently that would be worthwhile for people to grab? Yeah, I mean, I haven't, to be to be fair, I, a lot of what I follow uh, from a marketing perspective is really through my feed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's people I follow and hear what they're saying or what they post. Um, I just enjoy that because it's, it's more immediate for me. Yeah. Um, I, someone, so, you know, I follow a couple of people on LinkedIn. Um, I, I follow someone named Katie Martell. She's, she's an unapologetic truth teller here in, in, the, in, you know, in the US based in Boston. And, um, you know, I, I always enjoy what she posts. It's, uh, it's a little bit more, more, uh relevant around culture uh and and various approaches then uh nick bennett um he's someone i i follow and um he's someone who is about evangelism and community and and the creator and the creator economy mm-hmm. um and i you know i think i find that very interesting um i follow him um there's dave dave gerhard he he's also uh sort of a, a personality and he's he's got his own own business and you know there's always relevant things that he posts from a from a book perspective one one you know i i'm looking at <laughs> i've been reading books that are a bit more um to do with i guess mindset uh from from that perspective so i've been reading something called the, the big leap it's by gay Hendricks. Mm-hmm. um and it's it's really about uh the barriers that you set up for yourself 
um, in in terms of not living living you know true to yourself in in, in essence. Um, but I, I I mean I'd highly recommend that. It's not necessarily about marketing per se, um, but it's it's something that that I think is is really relevant. I will say someone else that I, I follow and he's not publishing as much anymore. Um, is Bob Hoffman. Um, so he's a an ad, ad tech pundit, um, and he he used to do push through a newsletter every week. But if you, what I really appreciate about about his content is he's very snarky. So he's very he's very sarcastic, um, which mm-hmm. you know is a, I, I, something I, I very much enjoy. But what he does is, you know, advertising technology can be really really complex. Um, and really hard to to sort of get your head around, especially like with the new rules coming in and and it's diversifying so very quickly, you know, for for anyone to be able to, to catch up and understand everything, you know, it's virtually impossible. But what he does is he breaks breaks things down um, to, to be very understandable and very palatable. Um, so he's, you know, he has his archives up. It's well worth going back through because he he does really write and delve into um, the nitty gritty of what ad tech is from that perspective. So yeah, hopefully that's a, those are a few few tidbits and, and people that might that might help along the journey. Absolutely, I'm I'm gonna check them out. So um, Narosha, thank you very much for being on the Marketing Technology Podcast. I, I will share a link to your LinkedIn profile. So for listeners that want to reach out to you. They can just visit your profile on LinkedIn and link you. Um, and with that, I would like to end this session. So thank you very much for being on the show, Narasha. Thank you so much, Eliza. I super appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, If you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.